The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And this is the Ashholes, unfiltered cigar radio. Hello again. I'm Stu Fink, your studio announcer. Let's get to work with your gangster of ceremonies, the thief of bad gags, Pastor Padrone himself, Dan the Man. All right, here we are again for this week's episode of the Ash Halls, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday again into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. I'm here again with my famous co-host, Aaron. Infamous, you mean? (laughs) Infamous to some, famous to others. Aaron the Cigar Baron. We are sans Oliver again today. I don't know what to make of that. Well, he's just a guest at this point. Yeah, basically. I think we're going to have to demote his, you know, take cut, a, cut his pay a little bit. Yeah, it would cut it in half at least. At least. Yeah, everything at least. he makes out of this. Yeah. And, of course, you uh, have already heard Stu, our uh, epic producer, is right here with us, too. Hi. How you doing, Stu? Thank you, Dan. Happy to be here. Uh, very good. Aaron, uh, what have you been doing this week? Anything good happen? I went to a wedding this weekend. Yes? Yeah, it was nice. Did you have cigars? No, no. Uh, then the heck with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was rainy, so oh, wouldn't, uh, have, wouldn't have worked yeah. out. But. Yeah, yeah. But how the wedding was good? Yeah, it was a good time. Friends of yours? Family? Yep, friends. Friends? Um, yeah, family weddings. Were you involved? No, no. It was just to enjoy this time. Just to so enjoy. It nice. so yeah. It's, it's kind of nice to do that. You know, as somebody who officiates a lot, the last wedding I was at was for a, a good friend of the family, and I didn't have... Anything to do with it. Yeah, that's nice. You know. The wedding before this, I was in, and it's a lot more work. Uh, it is a lot Still more fun, work. but yeah, yeah, there's a little bit more pressure on you. Yeah. This, at least, you can dance. At, you can laugh at people dancing down the aisle <laughs> instead of pretending to do it, you know. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's good. How about you, Stu? You do anything uh, interesting this last week you want to share on the air? Just work, really. Uh, just uh, work. Just a plethora of projects that I'm working with and uh, things got upped this week so spending a lot of time doing that on various projects very good well it was kind of a quiet week for myself Um, my schedule kind of got reorganized a little bit so I have a little bit more time off actually I haven't had a whole lot of time off (laughs) (laughs) so now I've been working this is the time of year for it yeah yeah my um, my wife uh, last late summer early fall went in for a knee replacement last year okay and so I kind of amped my work schedule up to kind of deal with that Yep. because she was going to be out of work for the next few months. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was working basically seven days a week. And uh, just this past weekend, that's all ended. Okay. So now I have a couple days off again, and I'm thrilled. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Thrilled. I mean, working those seven days a week, it's nice that you had at least one of the jobs where you could smoke cigars during it. (laughs) Yeah. We thank God for the little things. (laughs) Yes, it's the cigars that got me through for sure. All right. Uh, Today, uh, we are smoking the La Historia by uh, EPC Cigar Company. And uh, that is uh, Ernesto Perez uh, Carrillo. 
Cabrillo. Yeah. Cabrillo. Okay. And um, just a little background uh, to the company there. You know, th their uh, family, you know, was, you know, in Cuba and they fled in 1959 when yeah, Castro was taking cigar, over, you know, as most cigar yeah. guys did, and uh, went to Miami. And uh, uh, Ernesto Sr. was able to purchase a little cigar factory in Little Havana. He named it El Credito. Mm -hmm. And um, Ernesto at the time, though, was not really wanting to work with his dad making cigars. He wanted to be a jazz drummer. Which, that's a tough, tough gig. That's a tough gig. That's about as tough as doing cigars. Yeah, ask any days. drummer. It's like the toughest kind of drummer so to do So when he was jazz. 25, he actually went to New York City and uh, got involved in a band that uh, Stan Getz was in mm -hmm. and as a drummer. But, you know, it never quite took off. So he ended up returning as most to Miami. really. Yep. And his, his dad was having a hard time. He was almost going to sell the factory. Um, he convinced him not to. And one thing led to another, and he came out uh, with a La Gloria Cubana brand. Which everybody knows. Which everybody now knows. Now, at the time, it was just a local <coughs> thing that was just down there. And then in 1992, it got um, discovered in Cigar Aficionado. They hmm. gave it a... Uh, Four of his brands got a 90 or better. Okay. In a single magazine. That's early and days for things, It was. It was just, just starting out. Back when it was like an inch and a half thick. <laughs> yeah. You know, now you're lucky if it's like a half an inch, mm. you know, but it, when it was all cigars back then. Mm -hmm. And um, then it just went, it just exploded, you know, went all national and everything. And um, in 1999, uh, uh, his company was bought by. Swedish mat the Swedish Swedish match company uh, and um, and he worked for them which is, I guess now is part of uh, general okay the general general family, buying general everything up, family, yeah. <laughs> until uh, 2009 when he left and started the EPC cigar company and he's been coming out with lots of great stuff since mm -hmm. then including this the La Historia which came out about four years ago it is a the presentation on this cigar is awesome. Mm. The it has this it had this great uh, blue band on the foot, a baby which blue, really yeah. yeah the baby blue which does really make it pop. Contrasted with the uh, uh, San Andreas wrapper that's on this, and uh, the double band is just gorgeous. Mm. The, and the box is incredible too. It's a gorgeous box. It's a very uh, rustic looking wrapper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so it's kind of it's kind of you know the the band really kind of dresses it up because mm -hmm. otherwise it would look kind of plain. Yeah, just w without any bands, it would probably be like oh, I don't know. But really, I mean, it's it's tobacco, it's, right? So it's right. it's not made to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's dried aged it's leaf. dried aged leaf. <laughs> what can you expect? If it's pretty, you probably did something yeah, wrong. No, <laughs> but it's you know it's a flat you know matte kind of. Uh, 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 chocolate brown mm -hmm. uh, color and it's kind of you know marbled there's all exactly, different colors yeah. on there marbled is the one and uh, it's a, a light box press do you want to say yeah yeah like it, it was just sitting in the box you know not like they were intentionally right. i mean i'm sure it was intentional but, um, yes but it wasn't in a, in a mold right right by the look and, of it. and uh, so it's a mexican san andreas wrapper it's an ecuadorian sumatra binder and nicaraguan filler it is a six and one eighth by 50 ring gauge cigar and um, I lit this up, and the draw was really good, and mm -hmm. it's really medium-bodied, I'd say, right now. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to pick up, actually. So it might, it might go to full. We'll see. Mm. It's, well, it's 
definitely medium now. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I will not be surprised if this if this uh, uh, increases in strength from there. What kind of flavors are you picking up, Aaron? Mm. So early on, the first thing you notice is the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you kind of like settle in, uh, it's it reminds me of a light roast coffee. Mm. Um, and then there's there's definitely a pepper element. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some pepper and some earthiness to it yep. there, too. Although the pepper isn't super strong on the retro, which is kind of nice. And so mm. you just get some of that, you get more of the coffee on the retro. Yeah, you know, the, the first eighth of an inch, there was a lot of pepper. Yep. And, and, and the retro and on the, the finish, that's all basically gone. It's very mm. smoothed out and uh, coffee, earthy kind of cocoa flavors. Not a real sweet cocoa, more like a, mm-hmm. a dark cocoa kind yep. of powder. Yeah, yeah, baker's yeah. chocolate. Yeah, I have kind just of thing. No, just that last puff. I took it pretty warm, and it's, it's <laughs> some real richness to it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm just going through my head with like, what is that flavor? Oh mm. uh, yeah, some how, real darkness. How about yourself, Stu? Are you picking up anything there you want to share? A lot of chocolate up mm. front, but also very smooth. And yeah. I love the size. So this is probably going to last us the full hour of the program, and probably a whole lot and more. Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very nice, very creamy, very chocolatey. And yeah, the, the the design is wonderful. The band is is gorgeous, and the box is great, uh, as we display to our viewers. Mm-hmm. But Dan, take a look at that. Isn't that spectacular? I love the box. The, mm. the box Black design really is, is gorgeous. It just, uh, you know, you know, we could maybe talk a little bit about this. You know, I I, I had a friend uh, invite me over Monday night um, to his beach house, and um, he had a box of. Uh, 20th anniversary Opus X okay. cigars. Yep. Now I'm not an Opus nut. Yeah, it was like, and like and most of the I internet, enjoyed it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and I I enjoyed the cigar. It was very very good. But one thing Opus does better than anybody else is presentation. Their presentation of their cigars and their boxes is second to none. It's just mm-hmm. they're gorgeous. Yeah, and the first time I saw the box of these stories and opened them up, I said, this is a fantastic presentation. The mm-hmm. color of the box, you know, just show, you know, plays with the color of the tobacco and the bands and everything. The double band, the, the, uh, the baby blue foot band on the cigar just really made everything pop. It was, this is a gorgeous looking cigar. I know. I mean, it's, it's important. It's, it's, yeah. it's not important to the flavor of the cigar. But if you're going to bring it into your store as something new, you're going to want something that your yeah. customers are going to These gonna are going to catch your eye. And it's, you know, they're in boxes of 10. They're in a, you know, in the it's a black felt around the cigar. Mm-hmm. So the, the cigars just pop. You yeah. look and you, ooh, what's that yeah. over there? I mean, if you think like in the wine industry, it's like it's, it's all about the bottle at this point. Mm-hmm. There's so many different wine brands and different whatever uh, vineyards. That if your bottle doesn't stick out on the shelf, it's not going to get purchased. It's true. Even if it gets, you know, the greatest reviews or whatever, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't look nice, if it doesn't look different from everything else, nobody's buying it. Right. Well, not your average wine drinker. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's it's gone that way with cigars. And unfortunately now, I think in Canada, Mm -hmm. they're going plain package like they do in Australia. That's true. uh, Which is awful. I mean, especially for the smaller brands, if you're going to be new in a store, Mm -hmm. nobody's going to be able to recognize it. Nobody's going to be drawn to it unless somebody points it out to them. There are some uh, uh, Canadians who listen to our show, of course. Mm. Hello, Canadian friends. And um, one of the things that has been a topic of discussion is, you know, uh, uh, the design on a lot of my father cigar boxes. It's a little bit of a 
classic art, risque action yep. <laughs> going on there. And they have all been changed for Canada. Wow. All of that risqueness all to boring. has all been blotted out. Wow. And the boxes are much more plain, and you can tell that they've been altered. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, of course, you're making room for these huge, you know, um, labels that say, you know, smoking is yeah, going to kill you, in, your mother, now, your yeah. grandmother, and your kids. Yeah, because that didn't go well in the courts for us, you know, for the, the warning labels. So, I mean, it's going it, to—the plain packaging— it, it, it really falls on, I guess, the bloggers now because it's, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to find out about new cigars, you're going to have to go somewhere and, and read about it. You know, you're not going to be able to just look and say, hey, that catches my eye. It's You're going to have to be more an informed yeah. buyer, which just hurts the industry. Mm. Now, uh, kind of changing gears a little bit, you know, this, this coming weekend is Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Do you have any plans for that? Uh, I got a couple of cookouts. A couple so of cookouts yeah. to go to. Yep, yep. yep. Um, S- Sunday, I'm going to be... Um, uh, speaking at a, a church, and then Monday I'm not doing anything, and so I'm really looking forward to that. We'll, we'll do a little grilling at home. And yeah, the weather's a little iffy right now, so yeah. we'll see how that goes, but hopefully it holds out. We can get That's some. why it's important to have a screened-in porch, Yes, <laughs> A screened-in porch to listen to the rain, smoke outside, mm-hmm. and just enjoy nature, the garden, whatever's around. In whatever. New England, you got to plan for everything. <laughs> yes, you have to plan for every contingency. How about yourself, Stu? you have any plans for Memorial Day weekend? I'm going to be traveling. Traveling? Oh, okay. Where are you going? Um, between here and Ohio and back again. Oh, wow. Fun. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio, state of Columbus, okay. or the other way around. You're yeah. not supporting the, the Cavs, are you? Um, <laughs> no. Well, that was the right answer. Oh, Stu. of course it yes. was. Of course it was. <laughs> oh, my. It's only safe answer. Yeah, it's the safe, at least here. I know people in our audience probably have different feelings about that. Yeah. But um, a lot of, a lot of uh, Patriots haters, a lot of Red Sox haters out there. A lot of Celtics haters. <laughs> Celtics haters. You know. Just anything Boston. It's yeah, yeah. Bruins now. The Bruins have been doing all right. So yep. there's, I'm sure there's some haters now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a Bostonian sports fan, you're hated by just Yeah, and it's like, you know, a decade, when I was growing up, it was like they were all awful. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Celtics were all right, I guess. I wasn't the Celtics were good team. in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, they were all right. Yeah, they, we they had, were good. We, we had, had Bird, Bird, we had McHale, but, uh, we had Parrish. Yeah, Red Sox were terrible. Patriots were terrible. So growing right. up, most the of the teams were terrible. The only thing we had was the Celtics back then. Now, yeah. we've, now we're, you know, eat, you know, the Celtics are doing so much better than anybody anticipated. Mm-hmm. And even with, the, with some injuries and loss of players, they're doing good. You know, I, I would like the Celtics to win just because I don't want LeBron to win. <laughs> There's a lot of LeBron haters out he, there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, uh, he just rubs me the wrong way. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about him. I, f- I see the memes, but yeah. <laughs> that's about it. I, I don't really follow <laughs> basketball, so. I mean, no no doubt he is one incredible player. He's one, bi- you know, awesome athlete. Uh, but I would just, l- I would just love to see him get, end up getting spanked. Is he arrogant? Is that the deal? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, so kind yeah. of a jerk. When, it, when you see somebody up like that, you Generally kind of want to see him fall. Even Cavs fans kind of admit <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's a jerk. So, um, but let's, you know, go. one of the, the reason I brought up the whole Memorial Day thing is, you know, Memorial Day, of course, was originally, you know, put into place to, to be a time where we stopped and remembered people who mm-hmm. had died it's in service holiday. to our yeah. country. And it used know, to be Decoration Day, right? Where you go and decorate you'd the graves. Oh, you decorate the graves. You'd see American flags everywhere. 
I really get the feeling now it's just all it is is the unofficial start of summer. Yep. It's barbecue week. It's just a day to barbecue. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you agree with that? Oh, I think we've uh, kind of lost mean, the whole reason why we have. If this there's a holiday, off. we're gonna mess it up. <laughs> it's, it, there isn't a holiday that. I mean, I guess even well, yeah, even Halloween originally wasn't what it is now. Mm. Everything becomes commercialized or yep. just a, an excuse to not work. You know. So, yeah, yeah. so the only one that, that I think is, is pure is Labor Day because that's it's there to not work. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't really do that not wrong. <laughs> you can't mess that one up. No. Well, unfortunately, Dan, we live in a time where as you get older, the only holidays that really mean anything are the work holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so no the actual meaning of the holiday that itself tends to get subverted mm. in that process. So, yeah, we look forward to a day of leisure, as you said earlier. Uh, you're looking forward to not doing a whole heck of a lot. But then we lose the essence of what Memorial Day is all about, or any holiday, yeah. for that matter. So that's just reflective of the times we're in. And it's like we're still losing our, you know, we have there are veterans that there are people that, in our military that are still dying out there. So Yes. It's, yeah, I think it's important that yeah. we take some time on Memorial Day to remember that. So if you're listening out there, you know, this coming Monday, take some time. It doesn't have to be a long time, but take some time to sit and think about the people who gave their lives so that you could be having that barbecue. Mm-hmm. And if you have family members or friends who are in the service, you know, call them up. Let them know. Send them an email or a text. Let them know that they're appreciated for their service. They don't get it enough. Mm-hmm. And Dan, you'll be happy to know I have a syndicated radio show, and we're doing a Memorial Day tribute this weekend. That's on awesome. Show. Yeah, I'm glad aired, to know that. It airs weekends uh, from Massachusetts to Maine, and actually uh, this year, uh, actually, no, from Maine to Georgia. And this weekend, we launch in Vermont with our Memorial Day special. So I hope a lot of veterans hear the show and realize that we're thinking about them, and we salute them. That's awesome. And, and, I th- and, I think and they're friends that they've lost. Right? Yep. Exactly. And I think Dan and Aaron, at this juncture of the program, we just deserve to give a big salute to our oh veterans. I'm sure we have a fair amount of veterans that watch the program and listen as well. And uh, is, is, uh, is, the, is that it? Is he just going to wave? Just gonna and go? wander in. Oliver just wandered in the room. Get, you know, come on up and say hello at least. Well, Jeez. Ra- rank has its privileges, and Oliver proves it week after week. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got his sunglasses uh, on, man. looking a little bit tan. Look at that. We've been doing. Oh my. Anyway. Yeah, Maine. That's where people go to tan. I right? know. Uh, remember, <laughs> yeah. he's a guest. He gets yeah. half pay. We're not going to have him come on the show, no matter how much Michelle begs. Okay. <laughs> so, Pastor Padrones, thou shalt not this week. This is kind of funny. You wouldn't think I'd have to say this, but I have. Two friends who have done this in the last week, and so I feel like we really need to highlight this. This is a basic cigar smoking 101 thing. Thou shalt not put the lit end of the cigar in your mouth. Well, how else are you going to get the full experience? I mean, you want to really taste Some the cigar. Some people might think that. If you really want to experience, you know, <laughs> you won't taste anything after that. No. <laughs> Next but week or so. I, I have. I've had two friends do this, this the, in, the, in the last week, and, you know, it's it's never done on purpose. Well, I would this hope not. This isn't like, you I know. Mean, on a dare, I wouldn't do it. This isn't like no. sniffing Tide Pods or, you know, whatever it is people <laughs> are doing these days. It's not, it's not an internet craze. 
but at some point, you know, people do that. And have, you ever, have you ever done that? No. Have you ever done that? No. no. And I, I've said this before. I don't put my cigar down very often. Right. So, you know, if it is, it's short because I want to keep smoking it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to – there's not much opportunity to put it down and pick it up and put it in the wrong end. Right. So. Right. Stu, have you ever done that? Have you ever put the lid end of the cigar in your mouth? No. The closest I ever came was lighting it with the cellophane still on. Mm. But that's a trick I learned from W. Wow. That's a trick I learned from W.C. Field. So wow. I'll let with it the go cellophane with that. on. With the cellophane I, on. That's pretty you, distracted. You, 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 <laughs> mu- you really? must have been excited. I can understand with like a footband on and you M- know. must have been. Yeah. Must have been. I, I've tried to light a cigar without cutting it first. That's but that's about as close to a mistake as I'm gonna make. <laughs> mm. Oliver, you ever uh, stick the lid end of a cigar in your mouth? No, yeah. he says no. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So, what are what are some things that you can do to keep from making that stupid mistake? I think you've already mentioned the most obvious one. If you don't put your cigar down, you're less likely to do that yeah. because you're not going to go like this. And not to mention, I mean, leave the band on until it's ready to come off. Yes, that's another because that's another that's thing you can do. Big, you know, if you don't feel it, then hey, you're on the wrong end. Right. So right, and if, if you take gonna, it off early, eh. that's a very good point. And then the third idea I would have: is if you're going to put your cigar down, put the lit end pointed away from you. Because if you do, I feel like that's like, common sense. If too, you do it like, like this, I know some people who do that. You know, if I mean, you're if it's on it a counter or something, on a table or I something, you do it like that, and then you know you might be. If you have limited options, I get that. But, right, right. But yeah. if you always point the lit end away from you. Chances are, when you pick it up, you're going to do the right thing. Let's hope. Let's hope so. <laughs> so let's be safe, happy cigar smokers who can actually taste and don't have blisters on their tongues. Keep the lit end out of your mouth. Not to mention the ash. I mean, you Not to mention the ash. Yeah. If you're actually getting the whole ash in there, then it's a really bad mistake. Actually, the other, the other friend of mine who, who did it this week was a guy who had those. Like if there was no opus. ash on it, okay, at least it looks similar. And he was smoking this... this uh, uh, Rare cigar, twenty thirty dollar cigar, and, <laughs> and he put room. the lit end into his mouth, and didn't burn himself that bad. But he got that ash, oh, you know, on, and he, he couldn't he couldn't get rid of it. No, and so he he stopped he, smoking a cigar. The cigar was yeah. ruined for him because he couldn't taste anything else. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many times you rinse your mouth, it's gonna you're gonna taste no. that. Oh, that's horrible. You know, when yeah. you when you put the lit end towards your mouth, you can feel the heat of the flame. Yep. Yeah. So you'd really have Depends to be your dist- reaction speed, you'd, but yeah, you'd really have to be distracted to not sense that. Yeah, but I, 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 I feel like most people like you're putting it in your mouth. You're not your reaction speed's not going to be. You're like you feel the heat and it's already in your mouth. So yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, continued impressions on the uh, La Historia now. Uh, mellowed out. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to reach full now at this point. So it yeah. had that peak. I think we're gotten past that point. Um, it's gotten very creamy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You really, it really kind of coats your tongue, mm. uh, the back end. Not, there's nothing mm-hmm. on the tip of your tongue. So there's no, no saltiness or anything like that. Uh, the pepper is picked up. You, yeah. In the retro for me, it's picked up. Okay. Not really on the finish. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel like the, the chocolate, it's become more of like a creamy chocolate. So, um, oh, yes. hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Gosh. Yeah. Hot chocolate. All the chocolate. words I can't think of is hot. <laughs> hot. Hot chocolate. Yeah. Hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate. What are, what are you picking up? Is the pepper for you on the finish or in the retro or both for Bo- you? What's Both, actually. Yeah. Both actually for yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Very chocolatey, a bit peppery, very creamy, very yeah. smooth. Getting a, a slight 
uh, and burning citrus, quickly. a slight citrus taste. So almost like an orange pith, um, but it, it's not not strong. But it, it's just kind of melding in there. I love box press cigars. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Generally speaking, um, let us do this week's top five. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, we have a very special top five list today. All right. uh, we are, have gone from the ridiculous last week uh, to the ludicrous this week. All right. All right. You <laughs> thought I was going to say sublime, didn't you? But there's no. nothing sublime about this. This is the top five crimes involving Legos. Ooh, are they all about kids leaving them on the floor and then the parents stepping on it <laughs> barefooted? Uh, no. Because that, that should be a crime. <laughs> it should be a crime. And we've all You're going done to juvie that. now, kid. You know, Legos. Uh, are just some of the most painful things to step on. You know, having three kids, they all love Legos. And thankfully, they're all out of that stage now. But many a night, I can remember stepping on one of those little things. And it is amazing just how painful that is. I mean, when I was a kid, I stepped on a glass that my brother had left on the ground, and it shattered and stabbed into my foot. It didn't hurt as much as stepping on a Lego. So <laughs> that's there's a lot to that, yeah. Mm. Uh, which brings up, uh, uh, it's a good segue into number five here. Number five is Lego torture. And this is, the other ones are not nearly as gruesome as this, but uh, a dad tortured his little kid, his little three-year-old kid, by making him kneel on Lego parts. Oof. Until he bled. And, and right after we're talking about how painful that is. Yeah. On your knees. Yeah. And, you know. and just can you imagine being three and being forced to kneel? That's just on monstrous. Legos. That's like broken glass. Now, this father was charged, arrested, imprisoned. His kid was. Okay. So uh, hopefully you know, he's getting the, a little bit of a, his own treatment. As he in should be. As he yeah. should be. As he yeah. Should. What are you in jail for? Oh. Okay. That is just wretched. Do, doing yeah. that. That is a cruel. Yeah. Cruel thing to be doing. I may Nasty. make my friends do that on a dare, but. Mm. Not to a kid. <clears throat> number four. Number four is uh, shopping while parents who are charged with basically abandoning their kids by leaving them alone in the Lego, Lego. store. Oh, that, in the Lego store. Now, have you ever been in a Lego store before? I have not. No. Okay. The, the, when you find a store that's all Lego, it's it's amazing, and probably the the biggest one I've been at is is down in uh, Disney in Orlando. They have a huge. Lego store. There's a, almost life-size recreations of Disney movie scenes made. Out of, it's amazing to see, and they've got Legos for you to play with there. Yep. So plenty for kids to be distracted with and right. not realize their parents are but gone. But parents will deliberately drop their kid off at the Lego store and then go shopping. Crazy for hours mm-hmm. and leave their kids there it, for it hours. Doesn't shock me actually. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, for example, you know, in, in uh, 2017, a mother in Ontario County, New York, was arrested and charged with endangering the welfare of her child after Good. she let her 10-year-old, 10-year-old kid browse alone at a Lego store for two hours while she shopped. Yeah, not cool. Unbelievable. Uh, number three, Lego pills. Pills? What do you mean Lego pills? Lego pills. Now, the, you, you know, in the... 
1970s, 1980s, you know, Legos were made with really toxic chemicals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were really bad stuff, and they've actually most, changed. Most children's toys back they've then. They've changed you know? the formulas of all right? that now so that, so that uh, none of that's going on. But in 2016, two women in Manchester, England, were taken to the hospital after swallowing drugs shaped like Lego bricks. Uh why were they shocked? I mean, the women reported falling <laughs> unconscious at a club where the bricks were ingested and only later regained consciousness. So the, after they were at the hospital, so it was just, they were drugs, but they just happened to be shaped like Legos. But yes. it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know what they're expecting. But, but somebody made drugs shaped like Legos. Legos, because that'll help it go down easier, right? I guess you, you know, bring back your childhood. You know, didn't you always want to eat a Lego? No. No, I no, mean, I you step did. on one, and it's like painful. Uh, Why would you I don't it know, know if I ever put Legos in my mouth. I can't remember. Did you ever do that, Stu? No, no, no I was a Lionel Train yeah. man, and you can't eat those. Yeah, <laughs> Lionel Train. I mean, I've, I've had yeah. students put Legos mm. in the mouth, and trying to re- wrestle that out, forget that. <laughs> number two. Number two is large-scale Lego theft. Now, there. this is where it's theft. at. Yeah. Yeah. Legos are one of these things that people steal. They steal them mm-hmm. and then resell them. And there have been a number of large uh, criminal rings that have revolved around stealing Legos. Uh, and uh, one, there, I'll talk about two of them here. Um, in 2013, a man in Massachusetts was star- charged with stealing $600,000 worth of Legos uh, over the course of six years. Wow, that's like five boxes of the limited edition. And lines. you know, he, what he would do is he would steal the sets from stores and then sell them online. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not dumb. <laughs> it's a good business plan. It's, I mean, if it's, you're going to do crime, I it's, mean, it's you're going to make money doing that. It's a moral business plan, yep. but you know, you, if you can get stuff for nothing and sell it online, yeah. but six million dollars worth wow. of stuff. And he got away with it for, well, for a while. <laughs> for six years. <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, right? uh, what's going on? Um, number one is kind of funny here. Number one, crime involving Lego. Lego Batman foils a crime. Okay. Um, and here's what it says here. Well, once... Uh, well, it once only sold Lego bricks. The Lego group has expanded to include a wide array of products, including shirts and video games, cloaks, mm-hmm. and as uh, you know, now his Warner movies, Brothers movies. Yeah. And the last it's entry, you know, now. you know, there's a Lego Batman. They've yep. made several movies of that now. And in 2017, a Fort Worth, Texas police officer was helping to cheer up sick children in the hospital, dressed as Batman. Dressed as Lego as Batman? Part, as, yeah, as part of the, the whole Lego oh, Batman okay. thing. Okay. And um, the officer proceeded to arrest uh, a guy who was trying to steal movies, including, it turns out, Lego Batman, oh, from right outside the hospital at this kiosk out there. And he, he Wait, <laughs> were these donated movies? Like I don't know. Don't, I'm wondering if they were like movies yeah. that were... So the, being donated to children. Bat, the Batman, <laughs> the police officer dressed as Batman, uh, proceeded to arrest the man and then gave him a citation, rather than take him to jail because the DVDs were less than a hundred bucks that oh, he tried okay. to steal. Oh. I mean, going to jail for being arrested by Batman—that's kind of badge of honor, wouldn't you think? <laughs> like, oh, I got arrested by Batman. No way. Now, <laughs> what's now? You—you're criminal. You've stolen some things. You've been caught by 
the police. You've been in front of a hospital where the police are doing something for cancer, you know, to children mm-hmm. with cancer. You get caught by a policeman and he dressed as Batman. What do you do? Uh, I'm all run for one, <laughs> but barring that, this guy asked for a selfie. <laughs> yeah. He wanted a picture taken well, that's with how himself he got and Batman. I doubt he would be able to run too fast. They uh, took one the here. In officer the dressed as here. Batman. So unbelievable. That's just so bad. So there you go. Five the five top crimes <laughs> involving Legos. Crazy. Huh? Oh, what yeah. kind of world are we coming to? Man. All right. Well, while we contemplate that, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue our thoughts on the uh, La Historia. We'll have Miles with Styles. We'll announce the Asheville of the Week. Hang on in there. We'll be right back. Five minutes. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of the Ashholes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. 
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Like it or don't, the Ashholes are back. Once again, here's your host, Pastor Padrone, the Don and Donna Elena, Dan the Man. All right, we are indeed back. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We're smoking the La Historia. Donna Elena by EPC mm-hmm. this week, and um, this so far has been a very, very good good performer mm-hmm. here on the show. Um, <clears throat> it's very creamy right now, and I've got the cocoa, but the coffee flavors have kind of increased. I was going to say, yeah, the, the coffee's really picked up. It's coming a lot richer. Mm. Uh, the sweetness is kind of backing down a little bit, but yeah. Anything else you're picking up? Uh, not a whole lot of, you know, different flavors, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, it's just trading places a lot. But, yeah, that, that richness of the, the coffee. The coffee's really bit, yeah. increasing there. What about you, Stu? What are you thinking? I'm thinking what you guys are thinking. Like we, <laughs> like we, no, and I'm, I'm not doing Very it. Very good. I'm not doing it just to stay on your good side, yeah. Dan. Not that you have one. <laughs> But hey, when we're right, we're right. But huh? yeah, when you're right, you're right. And, <laughs> and it's, we're it's, right. it's very creamy. It's got coffee notes. It's got mm. chocolatey notes. Mild on the pepper, which I like. Mm-hmm. Overall, smooth. Burns well. Nice burn line. Uh, beautiful band. It, it's just, it's it's a winner all around. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed out the burn and the burn line. It's uh, been burning great. Yeah. And uh, the burn line is very thin. Very it's thin, yeah. Almost Great invisible. Bur- yeah, it's it's and the ash has been very very good too. Yeah. It's not uh, well falling all yeah. over the place. It's a great cigar, great cigar, and it you know very medium bodied still. Yeah, you know we had thought at the beginning this thing was going to turn into a huge powerhouse, yeah. 
but after that first maybe eighth quarter of an inch, it kind of mellowed out. Into yeah, the, you get that five-inch mark and you get that little peak. And yeah, now, you know, there's still half of it to go. Maybe it's going to mm -hmm. go somewhere else, but right now it's very smooth, very creamy, and that it's more coffee than cocoa right now. But yeah. It's very rich that mm. way. Yeah, it's nice. Okay. Uh, something I wanted to, to you know, highlight, We, you know, um, Oliver is not here on the show. He just got back from a, a trip up to Maine, and, you know, I thought we should announce that uh, he was, uh, just last week or a week ago, made the, uh, he got the Rookie Cigar Rep of the Year Award. <laughs> okay. And uh, there's a cigar shop in Queensbury that uh, is turning that into a thing. They're inviting all the local, you know, area reps in, and it's kind of a roast and uh, he was given the Rookie of the Year nice. award, and we're very proud. It's a good idea, Bruno, man. Very proud yeah. of our Oliver there. He's growing up. <laughs> Little Ollie. Yep. He's <laughs> left us, and he's on his own, making his own living now. Yeah. Very Maybe good. we'll see him next week. We'll see. <clears throat> yes. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see about that. Okay. So, um, Ash Hole of the Week this week. This, this, this one is uh, really interesting. You okay. Know, you know, there's... If you watch TV at all, or Netflix, or what, you know, if mm -hmm. you have any kind of awareness of what's going on in the entertainment, then then you know that superhero shows are all over the place. They are oh, the yeah. rage. Blown they up. are the rage, and you know, there's everything from you know the the Flash and Green Arrow, and you've got. Uh, new things like uh, the the gifted, which is like an X Men spinoff. Oh yeah, yeah. On Fox, and um, there's even real minor. You know, <laughs> there's a show called Black Lightning. Black Lightning. <laughs> Black yeah, Lightning yeah. is a, that's a. I, I won't say anything about that. <coughs> it's entertaining to say. Is it? The least. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yet. Yeah, I haven't decided whether it's good, but it's entertaining. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you like escapist entertainment, well then there you go. All right. But. So you can kind of understand that there's a lot of people out there who have this vigilante, want-to-be, superhero kind of attitude mm -hmm. going on out there. And one such man was Matthew Golden, and he was traveling. What a name. He's got yeah, the name for he's it. He's got the, yeah, he's got the name. That's Golden. like, common, yeah, what's his superpower? I'm not sure. But he did not display any, hence he's the asshole. Of the week. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He was traveling east on Interstate 80 when an Amber Alert went out saying that uh, two children, ha you know, were missing from Toronto, Iowa, mm -hmm. not Canada, Iowa, and they described a silver Hyundai Sonata, 2006 Hyundai Sonata with Illinois license plates in the Amber Alert. You get an Amber Alert and Golden. It's a very right. colorful story. So he far. keeps his eye out. He's a good vigilante. He wants to save these kids. He sees a white panel van with Florida plates and says to himself, that's the car. I see those kids in the car. Hmm. And in a white he, panel van. Yes. And he believes, he believes this is it. And he rammed the van with his car several times, got out of the vehicle, and told the driver to get out of the car and fired a gun at him twice. Okay. Okay. The driver of the van was a Florida resident and who was heading to Illinois and was uninjured in the whole thing. And That's good. police <laughs> officers ended up arriving at the scene and, you know, Golden had thought he had found the vehicle. 
the police then tell him, this doesn't look anything like the vehicle that was described in the Amber Alert. This doesn't look anything like the guy that were the kids in here. You completely screwed this up. Wow. Were you just not paying attention to what the Amber <laughs> Alert was saying? Or? And then, you know, of course, the police then turned to this would-be vigilante, mm-hmm. discover that he had two handguns. So this is more like, you know, the Punisher gone nuts. Yeah. You know, and 15 grams of marijuana inside his own SUV. There's nothing, the police said, nothing about his actions that we, th- you know, where they thought he was under the influence in this particular case. But they also said he did nothing right. No. Nothing <laughs> right. No. Nothing. No, no, no. His, his uh, episode of going vigilante was a complete flub. Okay, and he's now charged with possessing an illegal substance, intimidation, two counts of assault, one for each of the shots yeah. that he fired yeah. at the driver. And, um, not, you know, it, it, now he's being held in Nothing Polk County. Nothing about ramming off the road, huh? th- Yeah. yeah. He's intimidation? Being, maybe he didn't actually hit maybe, the car or no, just kind of like forced him off? They said he struck the car struck at it, least, weird, r- yeah. rammed it at least well, twice. That'll be an insurance issue, I guess. <coughs> uh, he's being held on $23,000 bond, and his hearing is scheduled. Uh, I think for this week, if I very read unusual, schedule, right. isn't it? But that is just dumb. I'm wondering if there's a mental health issue going on there. There's that's something going on there. That's unusual. Yeah. I mean, if he was not under the influence of narcotics, mm-hmm. and you mistake a silver Hyundai Sonata for a white panel minivan, yeah, something is yeah. amiss. It's just, yeah, that's who knows what was going on in his head. Yes, he, I'm not he sure. He misunderstood what the ambulance. He probably, I mean, I imagine <laughs> he saw it on a. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you Billboard know, on all things. of the TV shows, the kids are always taken in a white yeah. panel, you know, <laughs> yeah, van. You, well, you always suspect that you anybody driving a white, panel, white van panel van is kidnapping people. Right. That's just to be assumed. <clears throat> but uh, you don't always act on that. But <laughs> keep the cape packed up. Don't be doing yeah. any of that. Even if your name is a pretty good superhero name. Golden. The, the Golden Avenger or <laughs> something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No. Okay. So there you go. Ash of the Week. All right, and uh, now, um, what else did you smoke this week, Aaron? Did you smoke anything uh, worth noting and mentioning on the show here? Uh, well, I actually went to, I uh, dug deep into my uh, humidor and pulled out a uh, Berlin Wall mm-hmm. that I've, I think I've had it for over a year now, so it's essentially got a year of age on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, more unintentional. It's just kind of got buried in everything else. Uh, smoke that it's it's mellowed out a bit, so it's the, there's usually a bit of sweetness in the right. the Berlin walls. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot there. It was it was more woody. Um, it's it's still got the spice, more of a darker spice. Uh, it's it's really changed the flavor quite a bit. Um, mm. I think I enjoy. I want to say you know a fresh cigar. So really sure. a, a more when it's released. Okay. Uh, I prefer the sweetness, but it was still enjoyable. Mm. So that's good. Um, today I smoked a uh, sun-grown Garofalo torpedo. Okay, that was today great, yeah. is uh, Dave Garofalo's birthday, mm-hmm. and um, a Garofalo, of course, is uh, one of, is his cigar. It has his namesake on it, and uh, it's a fantastic Nicaraguan blend. You know, the sun-grown wrapper on it gives it a little bit of spice, a little mm-hmm. bit of body. And the torpedo shape, I think, just oh, yeah. burns fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's my uh, favorite size. Those are made at uh, Perdomo cigars, yeah, right? Perdomo so Perdomo makes, makes an amazing torpedo. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the best rollers in the world. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I think they presented him with that on his 25th anniversary in the business. Okay. And, um, you know, it's one of our best-selling brands. It's a fantastic, fantastic It's a great cigar, yeah. And they're all, what, eight bucks and under, something like that. They're fantastic cigars. Mm -hmm. Four sizes. There's a Robusto, Toro, Churchill, and the Torpedo. and all the um, classics. The Torpedo is just epic you know perdomo's people yeah. just make nobody makes a torpedo, torpedo like perdomo yeah just a fantastic cigar uh, just enough spice um some nice kind of a um nicaraguan kind of uh coffee flavors and and spice in the in the cigar leather mm-hmm. good yeah stuff. the uh the garofalo cigars i usually go for the connecticut if mm-hmm. i'm introducing a friend to cigars and i want to show them the different flavors because it's there's so much going on there cigar, yeah. it's not going to knock them on their butt uh, the Sun Grown has a little bit more going on, but uh, right. you know they're all they're great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the Connecticut is by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's so smooth and creamy, and then got this little bit of white pepper action going yep. on in the background. It's great, but I want I wanted something a little bit more beefy. The, and the Sun Grown, for whatever reason, is the one I smoke the least hmm. between that and the Maduro and the and the Connecticut. So I went for that, and I was glad I did. It was a great cigar. So happy birthday, Dave. Yeah. And, uh, he, what is he, 30 Many now? more. <laughs> 30 again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Many donuts to you, my friend. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, we haven't had uh, Miles with Styles in a week or so. Has it been longer than that? Uh, it may have been. I, th- yeah. I think it's so. Been a it's while. Been, a, been a little bit. But um, Michelle got one off to us this week. Let's okay. hear what she has to say. Aloha. I'm en route to South Africa. By the time of this show, I should be on the ground and perhaps able to listen to my favorite podcast, The Ashles, of course. It's a long, tiring flight, but I'll have a few days before competition starts to recover. I'll get to have some spicy mopin worms again. Mmm. As Timon from Timon and Pumbaa would say, they're slimy yet satisfying. <laughs> Recent flooding in Kauai left me unable to check on our local cigars in Hawaii. But here in South Africa, I'll be making a trip to Wesley's on Port Elizabeth to check in on the cigar action. I'll be reporting back on this visit. While here, I hope to take in some sights, eat some more delicious and exotic foods, and surf till the sun sets with brief pauses to enjoy the master of disaster, the man with a plan, the one, the only, Dan, the man, and the ash holes. (laughs) Hi, Oliver and Aaron. Can't forget you guys, too. May the sun be warm, cigars be smooth, and the waves be always perfect in your life. Until next time, aloha nui loa. Lots of love. Mwah. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Assholes <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. Well, so, there you go. South Africa is the one where the, where the great whites jump out of the water, isn't it? And the air jumps. <laughs> all I think about is any kind of like... Australia, you think South Africa. Oh, and that's where yeah, the great whites lots are. Of, there's lots of uh, shark action. We see them here. up here every once in a while, but that's where they live, right? <laughs> very, very true. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, Good luck. <laughs> sorry there, Michelle. I know she's she's listening. It was 36 hours at the long for time. her yeah. to get Man. from Hawaii to South Africa. She literally just got there a few hours ago. Gosh, that drive me nuts. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Day and a half on a plane. Yeah, Ugh. I can't even I can't even imagine. 
and she's been up that whole time. Yeah. Oh. And is up listening to. Uh, that's how great we are. Well, you need something it's, to put you to sleep, and I guess yeah. we're not working. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, she'll, she'll, she's probably asleep right now. <laughs> after after the, what yeah. we've done so far on this show, <laughs> she's probably asleep. You know, but um, yeah, sorry. Oliver isn't here. Obviously, you recorded that, hoping that your eye candy would be on the show. Uh, no such luck. The closest you can get is uh, he's in the audience. I can see him right now. Yeah, he's, he's walking around. to get a coffee, avoiding <laughs> being on the show. Because, Shirking you know, his responsibilities. You know, <laughs> just, uh, just repping those cigars. That's all he does now. Yeah, that's why he's the Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. There he is. Rookie of the Year. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. So, um, continuing thoughts on this cigar here. This has been uh, very smooth. It's been very creamy. It's been very good. Lots of coffee, cocoa flavors. Yeah, I feel like the cream is backing down now. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe the second half. Uh, I guess they were a little bit past the half. Um, getting more of the pepper. Pepper is building up again. Yeah, the pepper is definitely picked up. Yep. I can say the same. Especially uh, not a whole lot of new flavors, but no, and I wouldn't expect. Yeah, <coughs> I wouldn't expect it to change that dramatically, but, but um, it's definitely you know, it's been medium the entire time, and now it's kind of inching up toward maybe medium plus. Yeah. a little bit more earth now. A little bit more earth, uh, lots more pepper in the in the retro. A little bit more on the palate too, and uh, but that coffee and cocoa note is still very much there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. going well. All right. Uh, so what would our final verdict be on this here, Saka? Uh, you know, I think You're I'll... thinking. I'm thinking, thinking because it's, I mean, it's not my go-to flavors. Mm -hmm. the, even the chocolates and the, the coffee, it's, it's not my go-to. But mm -hmm. I do enjoy it a lot. So mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Okay. Uh, you know, not my highest thumbs up, just because it's not my exact, you know, go-to flavors. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you know, it's a solid smoke. It's 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 well constructed. The flavors are there. There's there's enough complexity to keep you interested. Uh, so yeah, full thumbs up. Okay, um, I'm gonna give it a uh, thumbs up too. I this is right in my flavor wheelhouse. Um, I'm finding it more and more. You know, if it has a good San Andreas wrapper on it, I'm probably gonna like it. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I love those coffee, earthy, you know, cocoa flavors, um, but. You know, apart from that, the cigar has burned just very, very well. Um, there's been some complexity with flavors going back and forth, and mm -hmm. um, it's it's been very, very enjoyable. Yeah. How about you, Stu? Thumbs up from the control room. Okay. Now, very N good there. Nice cigar. <clears throat> Probably got another 15, 20 minutes left on it, and I'm going to smoke it all and look Sm forward to smoking one again. Smoke it till it's gone. Yeah. I don't I don't smoke a lot of EPCs, but mm -hmm. you know, I don't think I'll venture out a little bit more and check out some of the other things they have as well. Too. Now, you said that, you know, these flavors aren't really in your wheelhouse. What what kind of flavors are in your, what do you look for in a cigar that would be something you'd go back to regularly? Anything with like a, a real spice and a mm -hmm. sweetness. So it's like usually like a honey sweetness or mm -hmm. caramel, that kind of rum. So like the Berlin Wall is, is okay. a go-to for me because it's just got that right combination of, of like sweet and spicy, uh, not spicy, but, you know, um, like cinnamons and mm -hmm. nutmeg, those kind of flavors. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's m more like the medium body kind of classic, m not medium, sorry, m medium cigars. Okay. Uh, so the um, sun-grown, yeah, yeah, the sun-grown 
Garofalo. Okay. It's got those kind of flavors that I'm just drawn to. Right, right. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Next week, we have a very special show. Oliver, I think, is actually going to be here next week, but I'm not counting on anything. All right. Yeah, don't when it comes to Oliver. Yeah, I'm not putting money He obviously on puts <laughs> us on the back burner of everything that he does. But we are going to have Jose Dominguez Jr. back on the okay, show with great. us. Yeah, it was great and last time he was on. And uh, we're going to be smoking one of his Jose Dominguez cigars. I'm not sure which one yet. He's come out with a bunch of new ones, and we'll see what he wants to smoke next week. All right. But uh, if you have Jose Dominguez, I know it's uh, nationally available. I've seen it all over um, uh, Instagram and Twitter, pictures of his cigars. Uh, pick one up at your local brick and mortar. If your local brick and mortar shop does not have them, you can always order them from twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com, and they can send some to you. You don't have to buy a box. You can just get a single or a few singles, uh, however you want to do it, and have them so that you can be smoking with us next week, next Wednesday at 4 o'clock, right here. All right. You've been listening to the Ash Holes Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.